Welcome to the Swim Upstream podcast, where we talk about intentional living against cultural norms. If you're ready to break out of survival mode and cultivate a more intentional life, then you're in the right place. Find your courage to live differently and swim upstream. Let's get started. Well, my name is Jenny, and this is the Upstream Podcast, Episode 4, The Top 10 Things You Gotta Get for Intentional Self-Care. This we're going to be talking about a countdown of the top 10 ways that we can take care of ourselves. But before we get to that, we need to talk about what I'm learning this week. In the past seven days, I have become a chicken mama. I now have a little brood of Isa Brown and Buff Orpington chicks. I have four pullets, which are hens that are very young, but old enough to be determined if they're male or female. Um, So we have four definite pullets um, that are the Isa Brown. And then we have two Buff Orpington chicks that are considered what they call straight run, which means they're very, very young and they haven't been sexed. So we don't know if they're boys or girls at this point, but we're hoping for hens. The ordinances in our county mean that we cannot have roosters, but Buff Orpington roosters are great to have. So if we end up with one, it won't be hard to find him a new loving home. So this week I've been learning all about how to take care of baby chicks and learning about how to feed them and how to take care of them and what to watch out for and just really enjoying taking care of my baby chickens. And that also means that we're getting the chicken run started. So that's what's new with me this week and that's what I'm learning. Now let's get into our top 10 countdown. When we're talking about intentional self-care, there are 10 things you just got to get. None of these things cost any money, but every single one of these things are priceless. So let's start our countdown. Number 10, get a splurge. You really need to have something in your life, especially right now, Um, As I'm recording this, we're still in shutdown mode from coronavirus. We've all been home anywhere from four to six weeks, depending on what part of the country you're in. Um, My family has been home for about six weeks because my girls were sick for two weeks before the actual shutdown. So we've been home for six weeks now. And having a splurge is really a great way to take care of yourself. This can be something like fancy coffee that you've learned to make at home. It could be a specific candy or brand of chocolate. It could be a bubble bath on Friday nights. Something that is beyond the basics that just makes you feel good. So, we start out our countdown with number 10, get a splurge. Next up on our countdown, number 9, get a goal. Especially during this count, during this coronavirus 
shut down. We need something to work towards. So having a goal is helpful. Um, That's part of the purpose in my sharing with you every week what I'm learning. I'm always working towards something. That goal helps to motivate me. It gives me something to be excited about, something to get out of bed and want to do, something to keep me motivated. So what kind of goal could you make for yourself? Maybe you want to learn a new skill. Um, Maybe you want to reach a certain level at work. Maybe you want to pay off a certain amount of debt. What kind of goal can you have that gets you excited about getting up in the morning, keeps you motivated, gets you moving, and just in general helps you take care of your mental health because really that's what you're doing. Next in our countdown is number eight, get quiet. I believe that everybody needs to learn the skill of sitting in the stillness and in the quiet. I think our world is so loud and so noisy that it's very, very difficult for us to sit still and not take anything in. So I challenge you this week to find a spot and to sit for two minutes in absolute silence. It's harder than you think. But those times of sitting and resting your mind and being quiet really can help reset your your thoughts, can help calm your spirit, can really help you just reset through the day. And on top of that, we're constantly taking things in, whether it's the noise around us, the music we listen to, social media, the news, our children, all those things. And if we can press pause on that and get quiet for a little while and maybe even take that a step further and quiet the noise of your day throughout the day. How can you shut off the ringer on your phone so that maybe you have it set where it only rings if it's your husband or it only rings if it's your mom where the important things can get through but the other distractions of your day are quieted. Are there spaces in your day where you don't let social media and the noise of the world bombard you all the time? So let's keep going in our countdown. We had number 10, get a splurge. Number 9, get a goal. Number 8, get quiet. And number 7, get hydrated. Yes, folks, I'm going to talk about water. Water makes up a large portion of our body. We need water for every function in our bodies. Water can help with fatigue. It can help with headaches. It can help with energy. It can help with appetite. There are just so many ways that it can help. 
And at a time where in particular we are reaching for comfort foods and treats that we don't normally eat because we're stuck at home, water helps detox our bodies and flush those things out. Water is an easy way to keep making a healthy choice, even if other things are sliding off track a little bit. So get hydrated and make a point of tracking your water throughout the day. Make a goal of how many cups of water a day you would like to drink and then see if you can increase that over time. So get hydrated. Number six in our countdown is get dressed. I read something in an article this week that said get dressed for the social life you wish you had. Right now we're stuck at home. Most of us aren't going very many places unless we have an essential job and then usually you have to wear something specific to that job whether it's scrubs or a uniform or some other kind of work apparel. But when we're home, what are you wearing? It does a lot for your mental health, for your self-esteem, for you and your spirits to get dressed in the morning, to put on actual clothes that fit the goals of the day. Now this means for me on the days that I'm gardening, I'm wearing work clothes that I know I'm going to get dirty. I'm wearing t-shirts that I don't mind if they get ruined. I'm wearing my garden shoes. I'm dressed for the job. I'm dressed for the work. If I'm working in my kitchen, I tend to wear things that are cooler because as I'm working and running around and running my stove and my oven, it gets hot in there, even at this time of year. And I want to be cool. So I put my hair up and I wear something cooler. I even have an apron that when I remember, I will put on and wear as I'm working in my kitchen for the day. And if I'm going to be inside and not doing much that's physically demanding or it's going to cause me to be dirty or anything like that, then I want to try to put a little bit of effort into my appearance. I want to make sure that I'm dressing in clean clothes, that I'm not wearing yoga pants and messy buns and t-shirts every day. That's not to say that there are not times that that is absolutely the appropriate attire. But check yourself, ladies, and let's see, are we wearing those things on a daily basis? Are we changing from our morning pajamas into our night pajamas at the end of the day? How long has it been since you've had a shower? These kinds of things really do help us when it comes to self-care. Basic taking care of our bodies, taking care of the way we look and our appearance goes a long way even if nobody else is going to see it or appreciate it except the people we live with. My oldest daughter Gracie colored her hair this week. She figured it's a great time 
right now to try a temporary hair color that will wash out by the time all of this is over but it gave her something fun to do and it gave her a change and it gave her a little boost she also will do her full makeup on a regular basis just because it makes her feel great to spend a little bit more time on her appearance to show that it matters to her and how she feels about herself even if it's not being worried about how she presents herself to the rest of the world that it's still important and it still matters so we are halfway through our countdown now number 10 was get a splurge number nine was get a goal number eight was get quiet number seven was get hydrated number six get dressed and number five get connected now more than ever being connected to friends and to family and to communities that we are normally involved with is more difficult than ever but now more than ever those connections are more important than they've ever been before it is essential for your mental health and your self-care to stay connected to the people who are important to you first of all you want to make sure that when all this is over that there's a relationship there that's been nurtured and taken care of over the course of these weeks that we've been home Second of all, it's such a bright spot in your day to stay connected to people. Even when all this is over, community is one of the best things that you can do to take care of yourself. Is to surround yourself with people who have the same likes and interests and common goals. And to also surround yourself with people who are completely different than you. But maybe you have one small thing in common. Or maybe it's a large thing that you have in common like your faith. Having people in your life that contribute to your community. But also being aware that you're not an island. You are dependent on community for so many things and it's also good to feel needed and to have community that that wants you there that needs you there to be a part of it so especially now make a point to stay connected make a point to reach out I have a friend Rosanna who I stay connected with on a regular basis and we keep each other accountable with physical fitness and the way we're eating and the way we're moving our bodies and just checking in emotionally and spiritually how are we doing I have another friend Alyssa who I check in with on a regular basis um, when life is normal right now it's a lot harder for us to get together and chat but we're still checking in how are you doing do you need anything but when life is normal we tend to message each other on Marco Polo once a day or every other day and we stay accountable to each other for the things that we need to get done the way we parent our kids 
the goals that we're trying to reach and how we're using our quiet times and our exercise. And then I have my friend Brandy who is someone that I talk to pretty regularly, a couple times a day at least, every day. She has been my greatest source of community through all of this coronavirus shutdown. So I'm really grateful to have that community. When times are normal, Brandy and I have a weekly coffee date on Fridays at our favorite little coffee shop where we will spend several hours together going over where we are spiritually, where we are in our marriages, where we are as moms, and the goals and dreams that we have as women. She is great accountability for me, and she's also great encouragement for me. And I've been able to be that for her as well. So number five is get connected. And it's so, so important, you guys. Make time to make community. Let's move on to number four. Number four is get grounded. And this is not a negative thing where you're putting yourself on restriction. I feel like that coronavirus is grounding enough. This is more getting in touch with your spiritual side. For me as a woman of faith, this looks like getting up before the rest of my house to read my Bible, to journal through what I've read, and to pray. Maybe for you, it's meditation. It could be the morning pages that we talked about last week where you write out your train of thought, just constantly writing until there's nothing else that comes to mind. So that you're checking in with the loop that runs in your head and you're getting thoughts out on paper. Get grounded. Look inside and see what's really going on in your heart and in your mind. And then put those things in a solid place. Find your anchor and make sure that you're anchored there. Make sure you're rooted in what you truly believe in. Make sure that you're looking to the things you believe in, in your faith as what grounds you, what, what you hold on to in the middle of these things. One thing I encourage you in, if you're a person of faith, is to think about what is your hope in, in the middle of this. When people look at you in the midst of this coronavirus shutdown, do they see someone who's firmly anchored in their faith, who has hope, who isn't fearful, who isn't anxious and full of despair? Do they see someone who knows that the Lord is in control, that they're resting in his provision and his protection and in his kindness 
and in his will for them? Is that what people see when they look at you? And if not, why not? Where are you anchored? What are you grounded in? It's one of the very most important things you can do in terms of taking care of yourself is to take care of your soul. And we can do that by getting grounded. Number three in our countdown is get busy. We talked about last week that sometimes it's good to just veg out and binge Netflix and eat some junk food and just take a breather. But we need to make sure that that's not our default. What can we be doing to get busy? Are there projects around your house that you could work on? Is there a closet that needs to be cleaned out? Do you have books you need to sort through? Do you need to switch out seasonal clothes? Maybe it's time to potty train that toddler. Maybe you just need to be busy learning how to keep your home well. Maybe you need to be busy taking advantage of online classes or reading about a specific thing to help further your career at work. Maybe you need to be busy on your goal that you're working towards. We were made to be productive. Yes, we are made to have times where we stop. And we'll talk about that later. But for the most part, we're made to work. So what is the work that is in front of you? It may be that your work is to take care of small children. And what keeps you busy is keeping them safe and keeping them fed and keeping them clean. And maybe the clean part isn't even that important right now because you're keeping them fed and you're keeping them safe. So stay busy with the things that that you're being called to do. Stay busy, stay diligent with what your purpose is right now. And don't get sidetracked by endless scrolling on your phone or binge watching Netflix. Because one of the best ways you can take care of yourself, especially in times like these, is to stay busy. Right along with that, let's go to number two, which is get moving. So far, we've talked about get a splurge, get a goal, get quiet, get hydrated, get dressed, get connected, get grounded, get busy. One of the most important things we can be doing right now is to get moving. We need to stay off the couch. We need to be moving our bodies, especially when we're isolated. It's much harder to make physical fitness a priority. At least it is for me. My daughter Gracie has a goal to um, increase the number of squats she can do 
every day until I think it's a 30-day challenge that she's doing. So every day she increases the number of squats she's doing. And she's also started doing a daily workout. And her goal with this workout is that she will strengthen the muscles in her legs so that she's better able to dance without injury. She's had several injuries with her with her ankles and with her knees. She's been dancing since she was three and she's now 16. And she really wants to use this time to strengthen the muscles that support her knees and her ankles so that she has a stronger base off of which she can dance well without injury. Um, she also is taking daily walks with her little sister, Georgia. I love to walk in my yard, walk the neighborhood, ride my, my recumbent bike in my room. I'm also really doing a lot of moving with my garden. Sunday night we were having threatening thunderstorms come through the area and there was a threat of tornado activity and high winds and possible hail and I was really really worried about my containers that I had out with seedlings in them that aren't quite ready to go in the ground but they're all right there in the garden bed. And so Sunday night I got moving and I moved all of those containers and planters underneath our deck on the back of the house. And then Monday morning, I got moving again. Georgia got out there with me and we moved them all back out into the garden. And it was a great workout. And getting my blood pumping, getting the benefit of exercise, getting that boost of feel-good hormones through your system really really helps in the area of self-care especially during the shutdown so in our countdown number 10 get a splurge number nine get a goal number eight get quiet number seven get hydrated number six get dressed Number five, get connected. Number four, get grounded. Number three, get busy. Number two, get moving. And the number one thing you can do that you got to get for intentional self-care is get some rest. I will say again that sleep is a game changer. Make sure that you have a consistent bedtime even in the midst of all of this and your schedule's off and everything is off and off kilter keep your schedule the same when it comes to your sleep as much as humanly possible um, I know several of you are probably moms of young kids and sleep is a precious commodity that is hard to come by Fight for it. Those of you who are older, um, 
whose kids maybe sleep better now. Um, now that I have teens and preteens in my house, they sleep like rocks, y'all. So I can get all the rest that I need, and I realize what a privilege it is to be in that kind of position right now. But I still need a consistent bedtime. I still need a consistent wake time. I still need at least seven to eight hours of sleep a night. I still need a weekly rest day where I stop from all my work and all my moving and all my staying busy and all my goal running. A day to just rest. Enjoying the satisfaction of the work I've done. Enjoying the people I'm with. And just giving my body a chance to recuperate. Even in exercise programs, they tell you to take a rest day. Sleep, water, and walking are three of the most important things you can do for your self-care. So I highly recommend more than any of these to get some rest. So, now that we're at the end of our countdown, where do we go from here? I want to challenge you with two things. Number one, think about what makes you feel like a human being. What do you really, really need to feel like a normal human being? Especially in the midst of a coronavirus shutdown. Maybe what you really, really need is a cup of coffee and five minutes of quiet before the day starts. For me, what I really, really need is to do a walk from the front of my house to the back of my house to check on everything in my garden and turn on the water for the garden. And then about the time I come in the back door, my coffee's ready. It makes me feel more human to be able to do that every day, to take that little bit of time with just nature sounds, no talking, just me and my garden, starting the day with the birds and the sun. And then the other thing I challenge you to think about, think about what makes you feel like a human being. And then think about what helps your kids feel like a human being. What helps your husband or your friend or your roommate or your mom feel like a human being and what can you do to make sure they get this my middle daughter amber needs some quiet time in her day to go sit in her room by herself with her headphones on listening to her music it comforts her it grounds her it helps her reset all her sensory input and she is so much different when she comes out of her room after she's had that time she's better able to cope with the rest of her day like I said my oldest daughter Gracie really really loves to get up and fix her hair and do her makeup in the morning for nobody but herself 
it makes her feel like a human being to do those things. My husband loves to work. Loves to feel productive and useful. And so even with an altered schedule, when he's home, he's working. He's doing things because he he needs to feel like a human being. And what makes him feel human is to be productive and to be useful. And my youngest daughter, Georgia, needs to be outside. What makes her feel human more than anything else is fresh air and sunshine. Running around, moving her body, getting out her energy, soaking up the sun. She needs those things. And once you know what your family needs in order to feel human, make it a priority that each of you gets that thing in their day that they really need in order to feel like a normal person to help them get through the rest of the day, especially when life feels particularly abnormal right now. So my challenge for you this week, pick one in the countdown. Which one do you got to get more of? Do you need more rest? Do you need to get moving? Do you need to be busy? Do you need to get grounded? Are you connected? What are you wearing today? Have you drank your water? Have you had quiet? Do you have a goal? And can you get a splurge? Pick one this week. And let me know on Instagram which one you pick. Which one of these 10 are you going to focus on for the next week to be more intentional about self-care? And then also, let's talk about what makes you feel like a human being. And how can you make sure that you and those that you love, that you live with, are able to feel like a human being every single day? How do we make sure that we get that self-care? You've been listening to the Swim Upstream podcast, where each week we discuss intentional living against cultural norms. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review of iTunes. This helps me be seen and heard by more potential listeners. I'd also really appreciate it if you would share this episode with a friend who might enjoy it as much as you did. As always, we can continue our conversation on Instagram at swim.upstream or on Facebook at Jenny Veliki. You can find the links to both of those in the show notes. And remember, the life you live is built on the choices you make. So just keep swimming.